One, two, three. The eavesdrop. eavesdrop. Hello, welcome to the eavesdrop. My name is Laifa. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you all feeling? I've come to you with news. I've come to you with an announcement. This may be the last visual episode of the eavesdrop moving forward. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, So you could still listen to the podcast. It will still be on all streaming platforms. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the rest of them, wherever you listen to podcasts, you will find the eavesdrop there. But on my YouTube channel, I'm not going to do it anymore. Um, I find, I've, I've noticed that it's my YouTube channels turn into a podcast channel, which is not the intention, but I suppose with the ebbs and flows of life, sometimes the content reflects what's going on in my life. It's not feasible. It's not practical right about now for me to be uploading video and audio and like, it's just a lot going on. Those of you listening, if you watch my YouTube channel, then I do have a video coming where I will be just, you know, discussing the reasoning, like the decisions that I've made. Um, no, sorry, moving forward for now, it's just going to be an audio podcast. So there will be no vid- visuals. What I might do sometimes is you might get the highlights, just some highlights of these episodes on my YouTube channel. So, you know, if some of you who w- watch the YouTube channel, you'll see like a f- like a one minute or three minute snippets from the episode. That's what may continue to happen. And I noticed some of you that follow me on Patreon, there's content there that you're not watching, you know? Yeah. Um, I'd be uploading, maybe not like every week, of course, because life is lifing, but I do have content on my Patreon and I potentially might um have the visuals on patreon only for now we'll see because to just be done up like with a lot of podcasters some of them just be recording in their pajamas i want that life (laughs) yeah to i want i want to keep doing but in order to keep doing i need to do less so yeah you will get audio only i'm really sorry yeah so i don't know if it's just for now it's just a thing for now for what I can continue with. As you know, I'm a one-man band. Yeah, that's what's happening moving forward. We're just going to have the audio. So if you're not already subscribed on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or w- like wherever you listen to your podcast episodes, you need to go and go and do that. Now, don't say that I didn't tell you. Don't say that I didn't tell you. Look, I'm telling you now. Got because next week Sunday you'll be expecting a a visual episode on the YouTube channel and you'll be like oh where is it and you'll be seeing highlights and you'll be like where is I tell you where it is it's on the audio it's on my Patreon that's where it will be okay so that's what I'm doing moving forward um so I hope you can bear with me this might just be how things run for the foreseeable future but we'll see how it goes anyway how you all doing have I asked you that already and have you responded have you answered me and what are you listening to do you know what I've been rinsing out and I had to add it to my playlist there's this DJ who I think went a little bit viral on Instagram his name is Just J and he did a mix of Vibes Cartel 
and we, is it Vibes Cartel and Wizkid? What is it? Is insane. Instrumental is Michael Jackson. Something girl, is it mysterious? Not mysterious girl, something, something girl. But this instrumental, or at least this backing, if you listen to music, follow me here, is actually the same um, instrumental that Tupac used for changes. I am, look, I know music. I just don't always know music if I'm making sense. Anyway, this, I will leave a link in the description box on my YouTube channel and in the bio of the episode uh, on, yeah, wherever you listen to your podcast. It is such a tune. It is a rhythm. I mean, when we first heard it, because I was sitting, listening with my sisters and we were like, what is this? this you got the vibes. I want to play actually. Sorry, for those of you on listening audio, I can play it for you. But for those of you watching on YouTube, I can't play it. So it will be mute for a little while. Hang on. Wait, let me rewind. So it starts off like this. So that is the tune. I've been loving this. It's on the playlist. Sometimes, you know, when you create your own playlist and then sometimes I can't get past this song, this song will get played like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 million times just because I love it so much. And I have, I know for those of you who um, follow my um, R&B playlist, um, like for lounge list, I know I haven't been on point with that playlist in a while because I'm, I've tried to dedicate that playlist particularly for R&B. So obviously I listen to all sorts of music, different genres, but if I'm not listening to R&B at the time, then nothing gets added to the playlist. And I do have a few tunes that I need to add to that playlist. Um, so soon come, that's for those of you interested interested that's for those of you interested but yeah that's what I've been listening to the DJ is called um just J and my sister and I, I was like oh man I should become a DJ and I was like no like when I listen to people like him who when you're that level of DJing you're not a DJ anymore you're a producer you are actually a mixer and master of the thing because I was like no this is like he's just created a whole new tune it's amazing and I was like oh yeah I should I should and I was like no babes don't do that you haven't finished learning how to sing and then you want to come and do DJ on top when you have plenty plenty things on your head don't you, do you ever find that like you'll be inspired by something or somebody doing something amazing and you're like, oh, I want to do that. And then I just have to hold my horses and be like, yeah, no, I can't, I can't be doing that because I hope you can hear me well. I can't be doing that because yeah, sorry, I'm just adjusting my mic stand. I can't be doing that because I've got a lot on my plate. So my mic stand might slip for those of you listening. I 
gave away one of my mic stands and silly me, I gave away my favorite mic stand, the mic stand that I use for recording. So I might need to go and swap that mic stand with this one because that is the mic stand that I prefer for when I'm recording these episodes because I had a spare one and somebody wanted it. So I just gave it to them. Anyway, that's what I've been listening to. So, um, these episodes might not go in, up in order, but I finally got round to watching Tinder Swindler. Oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Like, it's a mess, isn't it? It's a mess. And that is just the way of the world. Like, I know I've heard some people say, oh gosh, and he only got done for such and such crimes and all the rest of it he didn't get done for. But because it's like the crimes that he committed were in like different countries, so, and he was done in Israel. When I say done, like he was prosecuted. What's the term? Yeah, in Israel. Um, When I first watched it, I was, it was making me upset. I was getting emotional. And I know, I hear a lot of women saying, or a lot of people saying, that could never be me getting swindled by da, 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 da. Oh, no, that can never be me. But I can see quite easily how it happens because what he did and what what the funny the thing with me my thought process is that if i've lent you money once and you haven't paid me back for that one yet and i'm going to lend you more money it can't run because i'm not a bank <laughs> if you haven't seen the tinder swindler i suggest you watch it so that this all makes sense because i don't want to explain it but basically this man meets women on tin, tinder and he just he just cons them out of a lot of money, taking out loans and getting into a lot of debt so that he can continue living this lavish lifestyle. My thought process is um, a lot of women are saying, no, that could never be me. That could never be me. But if you think about it, that is how credit happens. That's how you get credit. It's based on like the bank will see what you're earning. will see how you're spending living life whatever and say oh yeah you can afford this so I'm going to give you this amount of money and that's kind of like how it happened with him and these women these women see him coming out of these luxurious hotels living this like luxurious life wearing really expensive clothing private jets whatnot so his appearance alone is his credibility so when they're giving him 10k or 20k or 15k or like one of like when they're giving him all of this money it makes sense because it's like yeah he's good for it meanwhile of of course I understand the whole notion of oh but like I swear you've got a rich dad why go on for your rich dad why are you calling me anyway um yeah I did enjoy it it's a great talking topic I love the way it was edited like the last woman was a G selling his clothes and trying to recoup her recoup her money I like the way it was edited and put together and the text messages and the voice notes the crazy thing for me is the guy is still out there but I'm not surprised because that's that's what con artists do do you know what I mean when it comes to money it's like mm they always find a way around it I don't know that's just the way of the world so I wasn't surprised that like he's still on road but yeah so I did get around to watching tinder swindler have you seen it let me know your thoughts um what else are you watching I'm currently watching in 
venting Anna, which I really enjoy actually. And it's the same kind of premise or I don't know, I'm a, because I'm only on episode, I'm not even halfway through episode three. So it's got, I think there's only one season so far and um, it's got eight episodes and I'm on, I'm quarter of the way through episode three of Inventing Anna. I like the story. I like how, what is it? I like that it's this whole woman conning people out and just, just this, because usually when you see people doing this con artistry, it's always generally speaking men, but it's nice to see, to be fair, women do it a lot. Let me not, let me stop there. Let me stop there. But I suppose maybe it isn't, um, romanticized the way it's romanticized about a man do it. I don't know. I might be chatting rubbish. Anywho, I'm currently watching Inventing Anna. What got, the funny thing is it kept popping up and I wasn't interested. Then Mr. Man was like, oh, Shondaland is back. And I was like, oh my goodness, wait for me. Don't start without me. Don't start without me. Meanwhile, I thought he was talking about Bridgerton and I was surprised. I was like, hang on, Bridgerton isn't back yet. So I checked my, like, I Googled. I was like, no, what are you talking about? Bridgerton's not back. And he said, and then he's like, this is a mis, obviously it was a miscommunication because he said Shondaland and I heard Bridgerton. <laughs> like, no, he didn't say Bridgerton. He said Shondaland. So this um, Inventing Anna is a Shondaland production. And I was like, okay, okay. So that's what got me invested into Inventing Anna. So that's what I'm currently watching. Um, now that I know it's only eight episodes, I definitely think I'm going to finish it. I definitely think we might talk about it later if it's worth talking about. But so far, I'm really, really enjoying it. I like the plot. I like the story. Um, this whole socialite conning people pretending that she's somebody who she isn't really 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 enjoy it so yeah um what else what else has been happening okay personally even though I said what well, I've promised myself that I will be less personal but on a mothering basis because you all know that I be mothering I'm a mother and I'll be mothering for the rest of my life um one of my boys is poorly so he's downstairs watching TV because mummy has to get this done before I can continue to nurse him. Meanwhile, he just needs rest and sipping water. So last night for dinner, the kids had pounded yam. I talk about this a lot. Like, I know it seems like a, like one of, it's a staple food in our household, to be fair. So if you're wondering what pounded yam is, it's yam, but it's pounded and it looks it looks like a doughy form, like a mashed potato form, but a bit harder than that. So this is like what you would call West African hard food. And we have it with soup, any soup. So yesterday they had Ogbono soup. Some of you are wondering, I feel like I should explain what is Ogbono. I think Ogbono, let me just do my Googles. I think it's lemon seeds or mango seeds because Ogbono and Agusi, I always mix them up. Ogbono is um, wild mango uh, seeds. So it's like a wild mango, it's a bush mango and it's like dried. So, you know, obviously when you eat a mango, the seeds are very big, but it's dried. And usually when you dry a fruit or anything, it shrinks. So yeah, it's a dried, um, 
seed so if imagine if you didn't include the meat or the fish it's actually a very healthy it's considered a vegan dish right depending on how you prepare it and you put your vegetables or whatever but yeah so it's dried mango seeds that's kind of well, that's pretty much my kid like favorite african soup or nigerian soup they love obono i think it's it, because it's slimy so it has the consistency of isaac are you okay okay and it has the consistency of okra you know like when you boil okra it could be very gooey and slimy it has that sort of consistency when you make it and they love it so that's what they had last night ogbono and pounded yam for dinner very heavy right and I like to feed them hard food because they're very active children. I want anybody to tell me that my child is hungry. No, they're not because they ate well. Anyway, so he had that. And typically when they've had something as hard as that, you don't need anything else after that. You don't, you don't. Unless you had it for lunch, then obviously you might have a late dinner or maybe you won't have dinner at all. Then this morning... I, so I don't make breakfast for the kids. Usually the kids have breakfast with their dad. I don't have to get involved because I do dinner and uh, lunch. And anyway, this is just what works for our families. I'm not telling anybody this is what you have to do. It's just what works for our family. So I haven't done breakfast in years. I hardly ever do breakfast. And um, so they've had breakfast and I'm like, okay, let's go. And their dad's telling me, oh no, my son, one of them, he's not well. I'm like, what's the matter with him now? He's got a tummy ache. And I'm thinking, what did you eat? Because all we had last night was pounded yam. What did you eat? Did you have a snack after you had pounded yam? He's like, yeah, he had bread. Oh my days. My son had bread after he had pounded yam. Now, I don't know, like for those of you who don't know, I don't know if you understand how pounded yam is hard food. Um, that's like food that will set you for, like you're you're ready to sleep after you've had that so to put bread on top and you know what bre bread can really make your stomach swell so I'm thinking why now you've just caused yourself sickness for nothing like who sent you to go and eat bread like this is you know what, what's the word when somebody is craving for no reason like you you haven't you can't tell me that you're hungry because you had a good meal my man had bread bread with what probably with butter and because I like to have um frankfurters in the fridge for when they want to make themselves snacks and whatever so frankfurters and like sandwich fillings and whatever so he's had all of that so now all day he's and because I know this guy's stomach you know like when you feed a baby when they've eaten too much they just puke all over you I'm like oh my goodness this guy is going to be sick today if it's not if it's not coming out of the back end it's going to come out of the front end so this is what I'm dealing with today just the motheringness that's going on is what I'm dealing with today is a child who's caused sickness upon himself before you just jelly just eat one thing who eats pounded jam and then bread on top nobody does that so anyway, he's got his tummy's um hurting him. So he's on he hasn't gone to school today. When he moves to, when he makes sudden movements, he throws up. Um so I'm clean I'm cleaning up puke today and what else is happening? Just keeping him hydrated. Basically not too much eating. I think he had I think what caused, yeah, I think he must have had a heavy breakfast, which is what caused it. So keeping him really hydrated today. Meanwhile, 
Anyway, I'm tired of talking. That's what's happening in my life. So if you want to share with me any of like your mummy situations, I'm happy to listen. But yeah, that's what's going on currently today. Um, I want to talk about something actually quite serious. A national treasure. I'm going to call him that. A national treasure has passed away this week. Um, Jamal Edwards. Um, if you're from the UK, if you are about the UK music scene, you would have heard of him or know who he is. He is the founder of SBTV, which is a YouTube channel, which started off as a, well, I think it still is a YouTube channel, started off as a YouTube channel that really wanted to um, give a platform for artists that were not represented in the mainstream. So he really wanted to highlight some of his friends who are rappers when I say he's really been a key an instrument in the music scene and for a lot especially a lot of like uh I'd hate the word urban but because it's not just R&B it's a collective of like hip-hop grime um indie like like just the urban scene he helped to shine a light on artists such as Ed Sheeran, the Ed Sheeran that we know today, yes, was on SBTV. Jesse J, yes, um, Stormzy, Dave. Some of these artists you may not have heard of. So if you're not in the, from the UK, you're thinking, who are these people? But yeah, like some of your like amazing that are mainstream now, but were not mainstream then, and were really struggling in that area. He created this platform this youtube channel so that they can come perform music videos whatever it is he was that person he ended up um getting an mbe from the queen and for he because of his contribution to music and also i think he's also worked with the prince's trust he's worked with the branson so richard branson um yeah he's just it's very, very sad, very, very sad because he was only 31. Yeah, a young man, a very, very young man. When you think young, 31, you're thinking somebody who's only just getting started. But, you know, he started at the age of 15. He had this vision, he had this dream and he was passionate. And um, I think his story really resonated with this whole for me right now, I'm going through a transition of like really believing in myself. His story of like believing in his in himself, believing in his craftsmanship and going for it. And just, yeah, it's really sad. Really, really sad. Um, I want to check out his bio because you could check him out on Wikipedia. Um, yeah, so Wikipedia, which is not a best source of information by any means, but at least this gives you an idea of who he is. Jamal Edwards, MBE, born 24th August, was a British music entrepreneur, DJ, founder of online urban music platform SBTV. Edwards was an ambassador for the Prince's Trust, a youth charity which helps young people set their own businesses. Oh, so he was reopening youth centers. Yeah, he was doing a lot. People have retweeted some of his quotes that he put on Twitter about, we're all gonna die one day, we won't live forever. 
but you want to create a a legacy that will live past you and I think definitely he is somebody who has created who has done that in his own life his story is very inspiring and him him himself like just being against all of odds in in terms of underrepresented coming from a marginalized community and still churning on and making it happen because you know I'm all about making things happen he is really 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 left a lot of people thinking and there has been an outpour his mum is actually one of the panelists on loose women so if you're not from the UK loose women is like I can only compare to like a, a US equivalent of the view where you know you've got these respectfully middle-aged women just discussing life and a bit of gist and that sort of thing so his mum was one of the panelists on loose women her name is uh brenda i think her name's brenda and i didn't even know up until this point like i didn't know that was his mum now how she got her shine she's a singer but um she really got her shine when she was on is it x factor i don't know if she won or she was a finalist or was it either x factor or britain's got talent i can't remember and she's been a panelist on loose women and um she's been very open about her own personal struggles her story dealing with domestic domestic abuse you know she has gone through a lot like in one lifetime do you know what i mean like she's been very open to sharing and it's been as you know, I don't watch Loose Women. I haven't watched Loose Women, like, I probably would have watched it back in the day with my mum, like, daytime, but, like, if something goes viral, I might watch the highlights, but I typically, that's not really my thing. It's crazy to think that one human being will go through so much, and to lose a child, to lose a child, like, it's, I, look, it's a lot, it is a lot and for those of you who pray because my thoughts are really with her but for those of you who pray I'm like please pray for her like pray for her because she needs all of the love all of the support and not saying that she's not getting it because there has been an outpour an outpour of love for this man for this young man and the funny thing is so the story broke out and I saw it on social media and then she tweeted saying that yes he passed away from an illness and the crazy thing is somebody heard about it and announced it before the family got to without so they took that away from her and I think one of the loose women spoke about it on the program saying that well somebody heard but didn't even think oh um let me let me ask them can I say something they just blurted it out and then it went viral on um social media everyone's talking everyone's sending their condolences sharing their stories of him sharing how much they love him sharing how selfless he was how amazing how he really put people on and what is interesting to me is that this notion of everybody wants to be the first to tell us like something like like, this is a really horrible thing that's happened and every there's all like human nature some people just want to be the first like oh let me say it first without even thinking without even considering hang on have I asked permission from the family yes everybody's gonna find out eventually but like let's do things properly and people have gone to his there's been like an outpour people have gone to his his memorial his what's the word his 
Memorial, memorial. Oh my goodness. Words. He, there is a mural. Oh my goodness. Yes, there is a mural somewhere in his hometown of him. So a lot of people have gathered there. They're, you know, playing music, just out for flowers, everything. And there's a clip where I think she's there at the mural and she's singing. Oh my goodness, this woman can sing. Uh-uh. Um, she's singing Whitney Houston. Um, I think, I believe the children, I, I think that's what she's singing. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them on the beauty they have. Sign. I think that's what she's singing. Um, I think it's a Whitney Houston song and everyone's joining on. Everybody's listening. Everyone's crying. And, oh, like from an out, per- from a person looking at her, she looks so strong, but like, from somebody who, okay, I haven't been there in the sense that, and God forbid, like, but who's been through loss, sometimes the people that seem strong, I'm, (laughs) hey, you need to keep your eye on those people, the people that seem that very, that in appearance, they come across very strong, if you don't look at them, look at them well, keep your eye on them even when they're saying they're fine even when they appear to be fine even when they are still the one looking after you when they are the ones that need looking after keep your eye on them because look it seems like from somebody just looking at just looking at the process it seems like she's still it hasn't hit her yet that's the that's the nicest way I could put it and sometimes it won't it won't hit you until maybe the burial has actually happened. And even then you don't know when it's going to hit you. But I pray that when it hits her, oh my goodness, let there be somebody to hold her. Like not just physically, but emotionally and mentally just to hold her up because she will need it because it's not just her son. Now, like it's just deep in the fact that her son is this national treasure. He is. And from coming from you know having I know this might sound political but coming from the black community it's not often that you hear of national treasures who are brown let me call it that like usually you hear of a national treasure and you know they're usually white and that's fine because we are in the UK it is what it is but like we're here making moves and this woman needs protecting like I feel I don't know her, obviously, but like just the stories, it's like, no, this woman needs protecting. She needs looking after and her whole family need that because it's like, it's not just them mourning. It's like the nation is mourning and you can sense that some people are very angry. Like um, I'm seeing tweets and people saying that, why is it that we celebrate people when they've passed away that's when we like to acknowledge them but when it's their birthday we don't and let me be honest from my own point of view I feel like that's just the way of the world that is just the way of the world and that's when you know that somebody has had an impact it's not on their birthday Mm -mm. it's never ever that's just the way of honestly and I think this is biblical I can't because I don't study the bible like that but I know there's somewhere in the bible something about like it's better to be in the house of mourners than in a house of somebody who's 
just given birth or something. Like, I'm not quoting it very well, so please pardon me. If you know the Bible proper, then you can help me find it. But some, I think my understanding or my translation is of it is that when you're in the house of mourners and they're sharing the impact of this human being to each each individual's life and that can go with you further you can carry that with you whereas anyway I'm not going to compare the two but it's something along those lines and it's just the way of the world that is when you know somebody has had an impact the outpour of love. It's never going to be like, yes, people will celebrate you on your birthday, but just the way we think as human beings is, is there's always going to be another birthday. Obviously we're all going to die one day, but we always have that like, yes, there's always going to be tomorrow. There's always going to be another birthday. So we don't generally as human beings, we don't think like that, just not how we are. And I mean, I would love that like for me personally, when you think about your own legacy, and I know that a lot of people are thinking about their own legacy at this time is that I want to have an impact. Let people cry. <laughs> yes. When I'm gone, let people cry because then I know that I've done. To, obviously I won't, I don't know what it is on the other side, but like, then you know what that person has done. People are crying. That's because you know that they've had such an impact. And I know like some people are really angry and Anger is a form of grief as well. You're they're saying things that are very unnecessary that you think, hang on, this is not the right time. But it's just I I understand it. It's just because they're angry and that's their way of grieving. And sometimes when you're grieving, you can become very possessive in the sense that why are you celebrating him now or chatting him now when he was my friend or he was my brethren and um you lot didn't even know him like that you were just now you're chatting like you were cool and you weren't even that look it happens it happens when people have had such an impact people all of a sudden all of um if you're a good person of course and you passed away people will remember all of the good things and that's what you want nobody's perfect of course but um i it just the outpour because i have been going like reading other people's tweets and messages and um instagram posts and it's just like it's just the way of the world some people will say things that are unnecessary it's it is true it is unnecessary but it's a form of them grieving they're just angry they're upset they're hurt and it it may come across inappropriate but because everybody is mourning just I want to say almost like just pardon them in this time because um I get it like yeah you might think oh come on like really you want to say that now but just pardon them because this person probably loves Jamal just as much as you did even though you make like everybody loves this human being even like from afar I don't know him I don't know him personally but seeing his growth seeing his journey seeing his impact it's it's like oh my goodness this guy is doing bits and bobs bits and bobs has done so much so um yeah like I want to almost say just allow people to grieve and mourn the way they want to try and be sensitive you can't control what other people will say but yeah um my heart is towards Brenda his mum I didn't even know that he was that's crazy to me I know it sounds crazy but like quite proud to see that oh gosh he's this 
um, like this black entrepreneur and his mum is also in the entertainment industry doing this thing on this side. And it like from uh, somebody who likes to see representation, that was really poignant for me because I'm like, you don't often see that in the UK. You often see in say the white community and excuse me again for talking about race, but I talk about race a lot because it is important. Representation is important. Um, but you will see that a lot that a, you, you know, you'll see a successful family and you'll be like, Oh, like just take Boris Johnson, our prime minister, just take him for example. He's the prime minister. Meanwhile, his sister is a successful journalist somewhere doing something else. His dad is this somebody and like, do you know what I mean? Like his family are in high places and it's like, oh, it's kind of like expected because they are of that caliber or they are whatever. Whereas when it comes to our community, we don't often see ourselves in that light so much I mean okay maybe you've got the Adenuga so you've got obviously Julie Adenuga the DJ and presenter and then you've got her brothers who are both uh, musicians MCs and then obviously her mum has written the book so they're also like a collective of like oh look at this family doing great things but it's I didn't know that Jamal's mum that that was it's nice oh my goodness like oh you're Jamal and that's your oh well I didn't even know that like, like to me that's like oh that in itself is um inspiring and it's encouraging this is a really good time to reflect on the good to reflect on the positive to reflect on um you know the positive things that this person has done for the community and um how they've made you feel and also look back at like okay what am I doing in my own journey because okay this person has now left us behind Mm -hmm. what are we doing what do we need to do I watched an episode of uh oh I wouldn't say I watched an episode I watched a clip of loose women and you know the women were really just talking about this whole you can't not talk about it when that's your co-worker your co-host your panelist yeah, um, it's made me watch Loose Women, not during the day, of course, but the clips that come on YouTube because I I wouldn't watch it during the day. I Rest in peace, Jamal Edwards. You will always be remembered. Um, you did some incredible, incredible, incredible things. You've been a trailblazer, a pioneer. There are so many words, but... Um, you know, like from somebody like myself, it's like a big thank you to have seen that, like a big, massive thank you to see that. But yeah, I feel like I should end the episode there. It's been a long one. It's been a chatty one. Um, I hope we've had time to reflect. If you don't know who Jamal Edwards is, I will leave some links in the show notes and in um, the description for those of you watching on YouTube. Do remember that next week it will be um, an audio only podcast. Yeah. So if you come on a Sunday or Monday and you're looking for me, you're like, where am I on YouTube? I'm not on YouTube. You might see the highlights, but I, this episode, the eavesdrop will not be on YouTube for the foreseeable future. Right. So as I said, it has to go as the, as life be going, this is how we have to go. Thank you so much for listening. And until the next one, 
Bye. The eavesdrop. Eavesdrop. Eavesdrop.